come with me into the tormented, haunted, half-lit night of the insane. This is my work. Let me lead you into it. Let me take you into the mind of a woman who is mad. Hi, and welcome to Beyond the Cabin in the Woods, a good ghoul's guide to horror. I'm your polter guide, Kinsey. I'm your polter guide, Donna. I'm your polter guide, Mac. And this week, we watched the 2014 film, The Voices, starring Ryan Reynolds. Oh, yes, by the way, we are back, so... Welcome to 2024. Welcome to 2024, exactly. If you're listening to this in 2025, we didn't know what was going to (laughs) happen. We had no idea. We had some idea. We could imagine. So, yeah, we watched our first film of the year is 2014 the voices uh let's go around real fast had you seen it before did you like it did you not like it i have not figured that out yet i had never seen it before all i had seen was a trailer and ryan reynolds pretty eyes and charming smile learned lured me in there were parts of it i liked and parts of it i'm still kind of going about i kind of feel like maybe Whoever put this movie together had not quite figured out whether they wanted to be a horror comedy or a horror comedy. And then there were parts that were neither. I don't know. I kind of feel like maybe it kind of failed on both ends, honestly. Um, But it had it had some really great moments. I really enjoyed the pets. I don't know. It had some really great moments and it had some moments that I felt like it just really failed. Overall, I didn't hate it, but it was, um, I don't know. know. I'll agree. I had not seen it before. I think it falls into the category of a casserole dish filled with uncooked noodles. Like the ingredients are all there, but it hasn't quite baked through yet. It doesn't feel like one big piece. There are elements I like, too. I like the animals. I dislike the musical number at the end, except for the fact that I was singing it to myself. I I watched it about a week ago. I've been singing it to myself ever since. So maybe (laughs) it was better than I gave it credit for. The one thing I think is really interesting, I don't think I've seen a death more unsettling in a horror movie than Anna Kendrick's death in this movie. Like, it, it, I don't know. I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. And it wasn't like flamboyant or extra gory. It was a very believable way to die and be aware of it as it's happening. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll definitely agree with that. Mm -hmm. Uh, I hadn't seen it before. I'd seen a trailer long time ago. And I don't disagree with everything you guys are saying. I think you guys are hitting the nail on the head and which we'll kind of get into as we we start talking about it but i mean it was okay and i i like the casserole dish analogy because there's a lot of good people in this movie and it's just and parts work really well and other parts are just like oh i ate a bit of crunchy noodle yeah you know uh for those of you who don't know what this is about our good good buddies at imdb and max nemesis want you to know A likable guy pursues his office crush with help from his evil talking pets, but things turn sinister when she stands him up for a date. I don't agree pets. It's any of that. It's, yeah, it's one. It's one. It's It's one evil pet. Yeah. 
And he's not likable. That's the whole point. He's yeah. creepy. He's weird. He's he's definitely weird. Yeah. Okay, IMDb. Oddly enough, I don't necessarily object to strenuously. I don't I see what you're saying. And here's where we're shaking off the rust as uh <laughs> as Kenzie likes to say. I didn't get a what I what used to be called a Debnopsis and is now a uh interopsis. <laughs> I don't have anything to add on that. My thing is just the, the it shouldn't be pets. It should be pet. That's that's mine. This Bosco's a good boy. Yeah. I'm sure it was pitched like this, but it's Psycho meets Doctor Doolittle. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I like that. All right, so that is what it is. We were kind of talking off mic when we were discussing roll pull and quote about meds, and I guess that's, that's kind of we can kind of mm-hmm. start with that, and then the. Uh, because I also want to talk about his doctor. <laughs> mm. I, I have a few notes about her. Yeah, I was, I was, we always discuss, you know, what we're going to use as our rule, poll and quote. And one thing I had offered was there's a point where he does take his meds. So our character, they never specifically say he's a schizophrenic, which I don't think is the term they use anymore, but that's what they're going for. It, apparently because his mother also has the same problem and schizophrenia is an inherited trait so they're trying to tell us that's what he has i believe but he's off his medications and he lives in this really you know it's a small apartment but it's nice and it's clean and it's got nice appliances and everything and when he takes his meds when he goes back on his meds we suddenly see that no it's filthy and disgusting and there's poop on the floor and no it's a very unpleasant place and this is after he's killed the first person and the uh the head that has been pretty and talking to us is actually gross and rotten and is not talking although not as rotten as i thought it was going to be yeah 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 just just clearly dead and it's a very different world. You know, he's living in this very clean, nice world when he's not on his meds. And he's living in a very gross, dirty world when he's on his meds. I would almost say the aesthetic felt like very, like, 50s. You know what I mean? Kind of that that 50s TV show clean. Not even from Fiona's hairstyle felt very dated. Like, it felt very... 50s and that's the only way i can describe it like it looked almost like a sitcom set that you would have seen back then when he was off his meds you know i didn't clue into that but yes i think i think you're you're dead on there the world had an almost wes anderson sort of sheen to it yeah he was full delusional yeah which then yeah. kind of goes with the musical aspect that you get a little bit later on because I noticed with the musical, the song choices, they weren't like songs of the time. Like, I'm pretty sure they were just written specifically about the movie. Like, mm. um, oh, the, 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 the brothers that made there's something about Mary, you know, when they would have the singer say, oh, here's so-and-so, here's mm. Mary, yeah. blah, blah, blah. It felt that aspect with the songs in it. Like, even the one that Mac has been singing for a week. <laughs> So, yeah, I was going to suggest as a poll, 
would you take your meds in that situation? It was not a good poll question because I think most of us would go, yeah, I would take my meds. I don't want to kill people. But but also, I think there's a lot of movies where there's the idea that although destructive, a character is happier, quote unquote, when he's not on his meds. Mm -hmm. I think this movie, more than other movies, has made a more convincing case for the main character's happiness while unmedicated. So it actually, I think, sold his decision to not take the meds a little bit better than other movies who truck in the same trope. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll agree with that. Almost hit it better when he woke up, uh, almost best when he woke up and he was just in this fog, you know, just his mouth was open and he just like couldn't wake up. That was almost better than the dirty apartment and his pets not talking to him and him just being so clearly alone, just the deadness of his expression. Yeah. So it was a, I mean, it was a, it was a powerful moment. Just a little self-disclosure here. I'm a, I'm on an antidepressant and when I'm not on my antidepressant, I'm living in the pit of despair. So that's an easy question for me to answer. I, I much prefer life on my antidepressant. So that's not a it's not a hard question for me to answer. I'm on an antihistamine, a heavy antihistamine that doubles as an anti-anxiety medication. I typically only take it to sleep, but there are some nights I just want to like keep reading. So there's that moment where I won't maybe take my meds, but then it's not the choice between life and death for me. It's mm-hmm. the choice between a full night of sleep and not. Yep. I think I also take that medication. So I'm, I'm familiar. I, I I take medicine since we're we're since we're disclosing. I'm I'm on medicine for my blood pressure. Mine is a life and death decision. What? So I I I have to take mine. I have I have my routine in my head. Um yes, yes, gang, we're we're all pro medication yeah. on this podcast. We have not made any bones about that. We, you know, we we haven't been subtle. <laughs> we're on Scientology's list of yeah, you know. Most uh, unpleasant podcasts. Yeah, we're, we're. I mean, I'm not saying we're in the top ten, but we're we're trying to crack the top twenty this year. Yeah, so take the damn pills. I think is the is the quote. Yeah, uh, take take the meds, you useless wanker. <laughs> Can't really pull off saying wanker. I don't. You know, I it doesn't. I I've tried, but doesn't doesn't work. <laughs> um, since we have been talking about medications, I kind of want to talk about Jerry's uh, therapist. And yeah. I don't know if you guys notice her office, but I clocked it pretty hard. <laughs> Throughout the walls of her entire office, she has random pictures of indigenous people. She's got two headdresses behind her. Uh, one is more war bonnet, plain style. I couldn't tell you on the other one. I don't know. Uh, she had fake turquoise earrings on. She had dream catchers on the wall. I remember the dream catchers, yeah. And then she had on her keychain a beaded keychain, which, as I told Billy, I said I've seen uh, some relatives of mine growing up would have a very similar keychain. Now I need to say this woman is uh, white as milk, this therapist. So I'm I'm not sure the choices for her office, other than either it's a fetish thing. I don't know. I don't know, but it. Uh, yeah, I, I I clocked her pretty hard. <laughs> hmm, I hadn't noticed any of that. So yeah, wow. No, I hadn't noticed <laughs> any of that. Oh my goodness. Yeah, 
A friend of mine once asked me on the on noticing things like that. I said, once you once you see it, you can't unsee it. And so when you know what you're looking at, then you're like, oh, yeah, I've, I've clocked that. And that's yeah. The first thing that I noticed was actually the pictures on the wall. I was like, okay, well, that's an odd choice, but all right, whatever, you know. And then the next, and then the more they've showed her office, because you only see her, what, three times, her office three times? Yeah, something like that. That's right. And it was that final go through on her office when he, when he kidnaps her. That's when I was like, oh, okay. Clock, 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 clock. So I thought it was just a very odd choice for her. An odd choice, doubly so, because it doesn't really play into the plot at all. It's not yeah. like, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't, and some of the things are, but they're very specific <laughs> things that, yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's just, it was odd. I just glanced over trivia for uh, the voices, and there's no mention of it, so. Right. and it, I, I got nothing. So, yeah, it's, it's one of those, it's like, I wonder if this, this the actress was like, no, this is what I need, or somebody else. I don't know. It was it was just odd. It was. Because she was apparently a court appointed yeah. psychiatrist. You know, she she made reference to, you know, our relationship is mandated by the court or something like that. You have to take the meds or you might I don't remember what the exact threat was. But she seemed really she really wanted to help him. She her heart was definitely in the right place. She was trying to help him and she wasn't immediately jumping to send him back to prison. Like, I mean, she gave him multiple chances with the medication about you need to take your medication. You need to take your medication. And even at the end, she was like, don't kill him. He's sick. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She was, she really was actively trying. Yeah. And you got to appreciate that. Oh, definitely. But at the same time, you know, there were things he needed to hear as evidenced by the fact that he kidnapped her and was like, why do I hear voices? You know, why hadn't she just told him those things before? Well, but I, you have to wonder how honest he was being with her on the voices too. I mean, if That's she, fair. you know, if she doesn't know, then she can't help what she doesn't know. And he, you know, I mean, yes, he was very honest on a lot of things, uh, evident mm-hmm. by that first session we see of, you know, him telling her about, oh, I'm going to be helping on this party at work. I'm going to be, you know, I, I've i met somebody. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm interested in her, you know. So I think she, when she knew things, I think she was trying to help. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Fair. But yeah, I liked her and I'm glad she didn't get killed. Yeah. I'm glad she survived. I was uh, very surprised that she did survive, especially by that point in the film that he was getting pretty comfortable killing people. Mm -hmm. Right. Which I guess that kind of segues into let's talk about his victims. (sighs) That poor company lost its entire accounting department in like three or four days. Yeah, Yeah, a weekend. (laughs) <laughs> I, I don't really have a lot of sympathy for the company, to be honest. I... <laughs> but yeah, they did. They, they lost. <laughs> you're you're going to bet legal is going to make everybody go through training about what to happen when a coworker disappears mysteriously. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Now, I want to be very, very clear here. Very clear that what I'm about to say is not victim blaming. 
Okay. I am not saying that Fiona deserved what happened to her. I am not saying that Fiona deserved what happened. But would it have killed her to just say no to Jer- Jerry? Yeah, Jerry. No, it would not have killed her to just say, I don't want to have. Okay. Actually, I just realized I am moving into territory where it actually sometimes is dangerous for women to say no to men. So I, I, it, I it killed her to say yes. So, yeah. you know. So um, I, I, I back off that, um, you know, in, in her case, it was just she didn't want to say no. Uh, but sometimes it actually is dangerous for women to say no to men. So I, I, I retract my objection. So, yeah, she just uh, she agreed to go to dinner with him and then just didn't. Well, and I don't even I wouldn't even say she agreed She'd had had a few adult beverages. She was on her way. You know, she was getting a ride, you know, being well, before safe. that he but wanted he, to take her to the Chinese restaurant. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. I don't even oh. know that, was, uh, that she technically, I mean, yeah, she agreed. But you know how sometimes when you're like, yeah, 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 we'll we'll get together. Yeah, yeah. We'll it felt like that. So, OK, if someone like Jerry that doesn't have the social skills to read those social cues. I can see where he would interpret, oh, yes, it's a date. And, you know, she not knowing not anything about Jerry, just being basically polite, saying, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, sure. We'll, we'll we'll have to do, you know, it was it was very rushed her and it wasn't a hard. Yes. Like, yes, I'll I'll go to dinner with you. And despite Jerry existing in Ryan Reynolds body, he is an off putting person. Oh, yeah, definitely. He's. That's one of the things I like about Ryan Reynolds and that sometimes gets forgotten is that he can act and he mm-hmm. can come across different ways. And especially in this film, I mean, yes, he is likable in parts, but he's also extremely awkward and you don't really know how how to feel in that skin because you're like, oh, this is Ryan Reynolds. You know, this is I, the casting director, I, I would say with this was genius mm-hmm. on that with his casting. But yeah, because. It it is Ryan Reynolds, yeah. who is an extremely nice looking man, but boy, did he come off! It, it, it's 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 an uncomfortable awkwardness that he you can't put your finger on. We can we can debate about whether you know Fiona handled it well a little bit, I guess. But then you look at somebody like Lisa, played by Anna Kendrick, who is enthusiastic in her consent for whatever still meets the same fate. Yeah, oh, definitely. It's dangerous to say no, it's dangerous to say yes. It's dangerous. Yes. Welcome to being a I, woman. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to womanhood. Yes or no is dangerous. Speaking of which, I just watched Barbie the other day. Oh, oh yeah. good! Yay! Yeah, yeah. I really enjoyed it. But that's <laughs> I, not this movie, so... Uh, I am, I anticipated that, yes. Yes. And then the very next day, somebody who I really like, uh, a, a woman who I really like, was like, I found it kind of offensive. And I'm just, I'm really sad about that. So, yeah. But that's not this reason. No. Anyway, so yeah, I want to apologize again for my original comments about Fiona. I, I'm sorry. I was off base. Fiona and, and Lisa don't deserve what happened. No. Neither Allison. does Allison. Allison, listen, Allison should not have done what she did. There we go. But she still she still doesn't deserve what happened to her. She doesn't deserve to die. No. I mean, but she, she behaved did. in a way that was 
unwise. Allison obviously mm-hmm. isn't someone that watches even, I'm not even saying like deep dives in the true crime documentary, but th- <laughs> this was 2014. So it hadn't hit that cultural juggernaut yet. That is the, the true crime genre. I mean, we had some forensics files. Yeah. Not what we've got now. Yeah. So- uh, apparently she has not watched any TV of any kind. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Allison, the most Allison deserved was a maybe a final write up from HR from giving personal information to Lisa and then also her using the personal information and going uh, over to her house or excuse me, going over to Jerry's house. Maybe maybe just just a final write up from HR. That's what I would say with that. Fiona behaved unwisely. Is it worthy of a death sentence? That's debatable. Is it, was it really, 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 really unwise to the point where it kind of took me out of the movie? Also, yes. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I'm trying to think if one friend disappeared. One friend's fine. Yeah. One friend. Go go check into it. If the second friend disappeared, I don't think I'm going over there. Correct. I don't think I am. Yeah. And you deserve to live, Donna. <laughs> <laughs> if two friends are disappearing, I'm having a discussion with someone else in our friend group. Have you noticed this? What do you think we should do? Maybe call the cops. I'm not saying we go investigate, go Scooby do it by any means. Mm-hmm. If two of my coworkers suddenly disappeared, I would just be unengaged. But that if they were there, I'd be unengaged. So that's just me and my work journey <laughs> two of my co-workers disappeared i would notice and we would talk you know me and other co-workers would talk about it but we would not take it in our own hands i'm also the guy that wouldn't notice they were gone until like weeks later i'm like oh yeah where did they go oh murdered you say and in tupperware well okay <laughs> speaking of tupperware that meat had to have gone bad and it had to have smelled oh. bad it had to have yeah. like I'm not even I'm not going to get into the poop aspect in the apartment, but I'm going by like the meat in the Tupperware like that had to just be rank. Mm-hmm. I was expecting Fiona's head once we finally saw it in the reel that it would have been more Mrs. Voorhees in like three or four movies. Yeah. Less preserved than uh, than what we actually ended up seeing. Mm-hmm. It's because it was in the fridge. <laughs> Does the fridge help there? There's got to be a lot of baking soda, you know, eating up some of the bacteria in there. I would think that would not be enough for... The fridge actually would help preserve it. The mm-hmm. fridge would actually help mummify it a little bit. Okay. Um, over to... Chris, it hadn't... Didn't we just say it would been over like a weekend? Uh, probably a little more than that because he actually did end up going back to work. So it was Friday. He probably killed her Friday, Saturday. Kill Fiona and then had his well, he killed audience with Lisa after the work week resumed. Well, right. He, he killed Fiona on Friday night. Yeah. Tuesday was when he had his date with Lisa. Okay. And Wednesday, you know, they kind of made out in the coffee room. And so then it was it yeah. Wednesday or Thursday, you know, so almost a week. Well, I would say essentially a week. Yeah. Yeah. So. Actually, yeah, I would say that's actually a pretty accurate um, because the blood would have all drained out and the blood is what get. I'm sorry if I'm getting way too grisly, but the blood is what gives the lips color. So actually, the lips probably would have been more white than black. That's probably pretty accurate, really. Okay. Okay. 
Yeah, it just, when it escalated, it escalated fast. Like, it Mm -hmm. didn't feel fast, but it was fast. Yeah. I I get the sense from this movie that there is a longer cut somewhere that justifies some of these character choices and that, you know, they got a distributor that said, cut down to this length, and, you know, Allison got the short shrift on it. Like, there's some internal logic to Allison's actions that Mm -hmm. isn't justified in what we actually see. I um, was really intrigued once we got the story on Jerry's mom. I really felt like that. I don't feel like it paid off the way it was supposed to. I mean, it explained a lot, but it did not really pay off the way I think it was supposed to. You know what I mean? It was this moment where you went, oh, oh, oh. I agree. The whole movie feels like that. That there, the the setup and payoff is never a hundred percent what it ought to be, which leads me to think it was trimmed rather heavily after being acquired by a distributor. Yeah, that that would follow. That would follow that there's somewhere a cut where everything makes sense. But I'm wondering which cut. I'm wondering if the original cut leans more. The horror is more front forward or is the comedy more front forward and if there was some reshoots involved that try to amp up the comedy do you know what i'm what i mean yeah i i would doubt that there are reshoots because like with an independent movie it goes to a festival and a distributor buys it they're not really going to want to put a lot of upfront costs in production my guess is that the balance is there more that there is more of both the horror and the comedy so that the tone feels balanced and all of the plot elements gel together more. Yeah. Cause I mean, I'm, I'm here for a good horror black comedy. Heather's is one of my favorite films. So I, I have a, I have an appreciation for it. So, you know, when it's done right, it's, it's good. I've never seen Heather's and I am ashamed to admit that I need to get that into my life. That is surprising. It is a little odd. Mac, I'm going to tell you right now, if we'd have been friends like in junior high, <laughs> I would have rectified that immediately because immediately. I showed that film to a lot of people. We probably would have done a double feature, though, FYI, of Heather's and Pump Up the Volume. But that's another story for a different podcast. <laughs> it's on Prime, so I should I should get that done. Yeah. Yeah. I want to talk about the animals. Let's talk about the animals, Bosco and Mr. Whiskers. Well, and also Pighead and the fish at the restaurant. You know, he, he, I think because Jerry is so awkward talking to people, he just makes friends with animals wherever he goes. So the fish at the restaurant, that restaurant, yes, that, that, restaurant. that restaurant was so <sighs> over the top. And, I'm thinking like it's going to be a hibachi grill when he's like, oh, the show's great. I'm like, okay, so it's going to be like that. And then you notice on the little card he gives her, it says all you can eat buffet. And I'm like, wait, what? Mm-hmm. But I'm sorry, Donna. We were, we're, we're talking about pets. We're not uh, talking about the restaurant. <laughs> no, that's okay. Because the, the restaurant was like the fish is there going, I wish I could help you, Jerry, but I'm just a fish. And the um, actually, I don't remember what Pighead says. I don't think Pighead said anything to him. I thought, I mean, we saw Pighead, but I don't remember Pighead talking to him. You know, Pighead was credited <laughs> in 
Yeah, Pighead had a credit in the as voiced by Ryan Reynolds, but that may be something that was cut. Well, that definitely leads to yeah. our, our earlier point of there's there's a cut out there. Yeah, I, I would give the movie credit for holding together as well as it did, despite that. A lot of movies yeah. become unwatchable, and I would say this is watchable if flawed throughout. It yeah. is it is watchable, and I give Ryan Reynolds and Anna Kendrick in particular a lot of credit for that. The two very charming people who will do bigger movies, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. But yeah, um, Mr. Whiskers and Bosco... I just, I just adore them, Mr. Whiskers. As they, they do a lot of work as the good angel and the bad angel. You know, when Mr. Bosco finally says you're evil to Jerry, it's like Jerry can't stand it. It's just like, ah, uh, ah. Uh. But I mean, if your dog thought you were evil, that would be the turning point for most people. Exactly, it's, Mac. You said exactly what I was thinking. If, if, if your if your dog thought that, you know what? You're going to reevaluate some life choices. Yeah, it's very true. I'm debating whether we should, you know, when we establish our merch corner, whether well, that should be a T-shirt. <laughs> Make us some buttons, Donna. Yeah. <laughs> Does your dog think you're evil? And I'm just looking down at my my darling little black and white angel over here. I can tell you my bestest boy, because what he does now, whenever we record, he lays right by my door because I have my door shut here in this in my office. And I mm-hmm. know I know exactly where he's at. And he is laying by the door just just waiting. Mm-hmm. And also when he gets home and Bosco is gone, I mean, that's a uh, that's a huge stressor for him. Well, he's yeah. he's wanting to make that right. Like, I, I mean, kind of like what we talked about, that he was very upset when Bosco tells him he's not a good boy, <laughs> basically. And, you know, the last thing that they had was that conversation. So, yeah, I get I get that mm-hmm. where he's he's concerned. I mean, and even he's concerned about Mr. Whiskers, too. Like, because yeah. like, where's my dog? Where's my cat? Like, he's though he's asking for both of them. And then Mr. Whiskers tells him that Bosco was hit by a minivan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mr. Whiskers is an evil, evil creature. Actually, I'm sure Mr. Whiskers is a delightful cat, but Mr. Whiskers, as imagined by Jerry, is not a delight. Yeah. Because he, Jerry has, since Jerry is voicing, you know, Mr. Whiskers for mm-hmm. us. Jerry obviously thinks Mr. Whiskers really only cares about getting fed because that that is a a big point of like, hey, where's my food? Where's my food? You haven't fed me. Where's mm-hmm. my food? Do we have anything else? The the musical number. Oh yeah, we do need to talk about the musical number at the end and the surprise yeah. guest. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Who uh, surprisingly knows how to drive a forklift. I mean, come on. It's Jesus. Of course, he was a carpenter. He's going to know how to drive a forklift. Okay. He's he, was never we- he was never warehouse. He was in the production plant. <laughs> well, you know, he updates his skills and yeah. uh, keeps his licensing up to He's date. hoping to get promoted to foreman, so he needs to have all those skills in the warehouse. Right. So <laughs> dur- during the credits, the song that Mac has been... Uh, singing for a, a week and a half 
is a musical number kind of out of nowhere. And it's basically Jerry made it to heaven. Uh, Jesus shows up and then everybody that he killed. And then, which also kind of makes me wonder if he killed his dad, his stepdad too, because his stepdad was there. True. But they're all there and they're, they're singing and dancing and it's extremely happy as that's playing. Editor Billy comes in because he didn't watch the movie with me. And he's like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> and trying to explain to him what is going on <laughs> and who the people are. It, it sounded like a fever dream. You know, the, the clearest one, I'm like, well, you know Jesus. And he goes, yes, I'm familiar with him. <laughs> <laughs> You've heard of Jesus. You've heard of Deadpool. Yeah. There's Anna Kendrick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't mean, and he, he, and he knew, uh, he knew Fiona, Jim Atherton. He knew her. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Allison really would, and the parents were the only ones he didn't know. But just the, sometimes people walking in when you're watching a movie at the, the perfect time, that <laughs> is, is always good. Oh, she was in The Girl with All the Gifts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's also in the Clash of the Titans remake. She's been a Bond girl. I mean, she's in a bunch of stuff. So yeah, let's let's jump into a rule poll and quote. So Donna, you have our quote. I do, but I clicked off of my... There we go. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Our quote goes like this. Hey, Jerry, you remember last week when you said that... I'm, do- I'm not doing the voice right. Hang on just a minute. Hey, Jerry. <laughs> hey, Jerry, you remember last week when you said there was an invisible line that separates good and from evil, and you thought that you'd crossed it, and I said, no, 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 you're a good boy, and I've changed my opinion. <laughs> Which we kind of tipped our hand a little bit on on where we were going with that quote, because um, we really, that was the one that, across the board, we all we all liked. And we all had different ones, you, you know, some form of take your meds, you know, that uh, that we liked. But that one we we landed on pretty much yeah. across the board. Bosco, you know, you, you've lost the dog. <laughs> lost the dog. It's all over. Yeah. Macula, you have got a rule. Indeed, I do. Send the cops when coworkers disappear. Like, that's not that's not part of your job description. <laughs> Specifically. <laughs> Three of you. <laughs> it's not. Like, it's not your not your job description. You don't have the skills. No. Yeah, Lisa. Uh, she was into him. I get why she ended up in that situation. Allison, I'm sorry. This was none of your business. It really, 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 really wasn't. And then the other two guys that show up after her, looking after uh, Allison, they lived, but I don't think they deserved to. <laughs> Well, the fact that they've already read the article about yeah. Jerry, his history, and then they were like, "Yeah, you know what? We're gonna we're gonna Scooby Do it. We're gonna we're gonna yeah. take a take a peek." Bad, bad ideas all around. We're just yeah. we're just gonna bebop on over there and risk our lives. Check <laughs> it out. And I mean, we and same thing with this one. We kind of tipped our hat a little bit, but we also we've done in the past, you know variations of you know take your meds your meds things of that nature yeah just call the cops (laughs) and i have our poll question we kind of we we divvied out all three this this episode Mm -hmm. if your pet could talk to you what do you think it would say feed me (laughs) 
<laughs> the only cogent thought she's ever had. <laughs> yeah, but, but Mac, we've seen some kind of snuggly pictures that you have posted of her. So there there may be some, I need some yeah. snuggles right now. Uh, that That's less I need to snuggle you and you're the only bet I'll accept. <laughs> so yeah, two things. Feed me and stay, stay still. I want to fall asleep. <laughs> Both accurate. Yeah. Uh, mine. I'm. I think the biggest one would be. Hey, is it time to walk? I think it's time to walk. You ready to walk? Let's walk. I'm pretty sure it's time to walk. Or you ready to go outside? I want to go out in the backyard. There's a squirrel out there that I need to talk to. He's he is obnoxious. Can you hear that? I can hear that. Let me go out in the backyard. And take care of it. There's a squirrel and it's gonna attack you. And I can't live with that. <laughs> yeah, Mom. No. I like I like that Mac. I like that. Yeah, that is. But that's what I think is is the big ones with with him. Otherwise, he's just. I was like, okay, we're going to hang out. Oh, I haven't seen this yet. All right, cool. I I think I think Bunny has a lot to say. I'm just pretty sure it's said at top volume. <laughs> There's a lot of mom, 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 mom. There's a lot of pet me, pet me, pet me. Oh, she's looking at me now. I, I think I I felt really, really in tune with Bosco when there was a, a intruder, intruder, yeah. intruder. That I really felt that. There's a lot of, oh, God, let me out. Oh, God, let me outside. I have to pee. From Bunny. She's very dramatic. From the cat, there is just a lot of, why is there a dog? all mocha ask it's just why is there a dog (laughs) why is there a dog and also a fair bit of no that's my hand now do not move it do Mm. not i'm using that hand do not move it so that's that's my yeah i also forgot to add with finn there is definitely with him like uh, I need some belly scritches right now, so I'm going to just roll over just perfectly on my side. So you're going to come down here, and I need the scritches. And I will mm-hmm. tell you when I want you to stop, which will be never. Never. Never, <laughs> stop. never stop. And if you do stop, it will be a betrayal. Yes. That I will never forgive you, or I will forgive you immediately. Uh, one of the other. I don't know. I never forgive, but I do forget. That's my yeah. cat. All right, who wants to go first on Happy Place? I I can. Actually, mine is very simple. Um, Yesterday, Netflix suddenly offered me up the original Blues Brothers movie. Oh, yeah. Netflix was just like, here, do you want to watch this? And I was like, yes. Yes, I do want to watch that. And it's a really good movie. It is. It's a fantastic film. I almost forget that the guy who directed it killed three people. Yeah. I, I yeah, try to forget I, that. I, 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 I just, it's, every it's, now and then there would be a classic Landis shot and I would go, hmm. Yeah. You didn't need a helicopter for that one, buddy. No. <laughs> and then, and then Dan Aykroyd would be adorable and I would be like, oh God. Yeah. I was kind of in love with young Dan Aykroyd. Dan Aykroyd. So was Carrie Fisher. Yep. You and Ke- you were in good company. They they almost got married. Yeah. 
And that, that was during that time when Belushi would tell Carrie Fisher that she needed to cool it with the drugs, which always sticks in my head as I, the point when you need to cool it. If 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 John Belushi has to sit you down and says he's worried about you, you have wandered in to an unknown territory. And this is the time for a little Belushi-ness here. When they were making Blues Brothers, he would wander into people's homes and take a nap or eat some snacks out of their house. Like this was during that time. So yes, if, if Belushi is telling you to cool it with the drugs, cool it with the drugs. That's yeah. Can you imagine coming home and finding John Belushi on your couch? I would no. think that was adorable. I, I I'm not going <laughs> to lie. Like, because I love Belushi. So I would just be like, well, let me get him a little blanket and cover and make sure he's, you know, by all accounts, he was kind of an asshole. So yeah. Yeah. But still, but um, he would have been. But he would have been your asshole. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. If, if you were friends, he didn't live long enough to be famous long enough to stop being an asshole. Yeah, yeah, that's true. He might have chilled out. Yeah, in older yeah. age, or he might have like gotten I, like so clean that he was a little annoying about it. Like, yeah, like, yeah. I'm super clean. Yeah. Anyway, so anyway. yeah, I uh, I I watched Blues Brothers last night, and I am living. On that, you'll pardon the expression, high <laughs> still this morning. You know what? Everyone involved in that film with all the cocaine wasn't that I I have heard that was there with Blues Brothers. Donna, they <laughs> they would have been fine with that expression. Because I heard there was a lot of cocaine on Blues Brothers. I imagine so. Just <laughs> two of the two of those stars accounts for most of the GDP of Columbia that year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh um, my goodness. And it's not like Aykroyd didn't do cocaine. He probably did a lot of cocaine, but he was in a movie with two of the greatest cocaine users of all time. I mean, you're going to look small potatoes compared it's like, to just those. Carrie, come here. Let me just off yeah. of you. Okay. Yeah. Right. That's enough. Fine. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, he was no stranger to it. He was probably an Olympic level cocaine user, but he was. There with, you know, Michael Jordan and uh, some other basketballman of note. Larry Bird. Be... We'll, we'll, there we'll we go. Larry Bird. Sure, sure. <laughs> some goats. Yeah. <laughs> he, he can play. But the I, I'm Scotty Pippen to these guys. I'm just helping. <laughs> I did not have uh, cocaine. Uh, those two being referred to the goats of cocaine users on my 2024 <laughs> bingo card. But I'm here for it. Okay, uh, I guess I can go next on Happy Place. Uh, that went a strange place. It did go okay. Astray. All right, anyway, I watched the it, Blues it, Brothers. It didn't dwell on the Twilight Zone killings as much as I thought it was once I figured out your subject, so. Yeah. You know, but it was, we were just reminding. Just we, There was a reminder, just that was our PSA. Not about cocaine use, but. Helicopter safety. Helicopter safety. <laughs> uh so I started, I got a, uh, I got a lot of cool books over Christmas, which I, I'm, I love, I love getting books. And I started the first one I got on Christmas, the Haunted Forest Tour by Jeff Strand. And it's Jurassic Park, but there's monsters and things go awry. I still don't know if there's been sabotage, sabotage on this haunted forest, but there's monsters eating people and it's fantastic and gory. And I'm here right now for all of it. This is what I've been reading at lunch at work. I have my spooky music playing 
as I read and eat my lunch. And it's it's great. It's a whole it's a whole scene. And so that is currently right now my happy place. My happy place is nothing. Let me explain. My my therapist and I were talking and she was like, the thing I'd like you to focus on this year is serenity, happiness without any motivating factor. So I'm going to go starting out of the gate 2024. There is nothing specific, but not an absence. I like it. Just kind of just just overall. I like that. Yeah. Serenity. Serenity. Okay. Okay. Well, we're uh, on Facebook, Instagram, and Threads. We're Beyond the Cabin in the Woods, our website. And Blue Sky username is beyondthecabininthewoods.com. I am on Instagram, Threads, Blue Sky as at Callista77. You can find me on Blue Sky at dragongoblin.com. You can find me on Instagram at dragongoblin. I'm not really terribly active on either site, but I am there and I do post things occasionally. Uh, you can find me on Spoutable and uh, Blue Sky at Party Apocalypse. The website partyapocalypse.com includes this podcast and other fine podcasts, including The Holodeck is Broken with Eris, Canyon, uh, Laura, my my wife, and myself. Uh, they also co-host a podcast. Uh, podcast together uh disorganized a criminal minds podcast uh the fourth wall friendables two friends talking about hannibal lecter and as the myth turns in their entirety books blogs movie reviews and nothing else at partyapocalypse.com as always thank you to our editor billy you make us sound fantastic and professional and wrangle us in so we do appreciate you thank you so much billy and happy new year to you in specific And thank you for listening. Please rate, review, and subscribe to us if you aren't already doing so. Listen, this is a new year, so if you have not subscribed and liked us, make this your New Year's resolution. Subscribe and like Beyond the Cabin. Oh, and don't read the Latin. Do you know what horror is? <laughs>